0: Welcome to day thirty-seven of Shaped by the Word, season three, the story of the prophets. Uh, we're reading through one of the most uh, magnificent pieces of uh, Hebrew literature uh, that you could possibly and uh, you could possibly read. It's, it's gorgeous. And you look at it in your Bibles, you'll see it comes to us in poetic rhythm. There's a lot of nice parallelism. It's, it's elegantly written, but it has a sharp, sharp message and uh, yesterday we experienced a beautiful invitation uh, to come to the mountain of the Lord and experience His peace and His presence to learn how to walk in His ways. Uh, we come back you know, to the second half of chapter you know, 2 or the you know, picking up in verse 5 and we hear His indictment once again renewed against His people and is very sharp and uh, we need to learn to hear this, not, you know, so much as an indictment of the people of Israel long, long ago. Uh, we need to see in itself the, the, the things that often come between us and our God as well. So we pick up, uh, you know, from the invitation to come to the mountain of the Lord, to the day of the Lord, which is the most serious statement in the Old Testament about the coming judgment uh, of the Lord. Uh, before we do that, as always, we, we treasure God's word, we treasure the opportunities to read it into community, you know, you know to be together. Uh, I'm Paul, here with uh, Cindy, and here with uh, David, and here with Matt. We're in the city of Denver. We've been experiencing the Acts 29 North American Conference. It's been a, a deep time of encouragement for us. It's time to uh, go to an event, to worship, and to be fed from the Word where there's not pressure for us to, you know, have all the little details, you know, taken care of. And, and it, it's been a blast. We just came from the very last conference. Where, uh, you know, the last meeting of the conference where they challenged us. You know, to have rich, healthy, honest, you know, God-centered relationships and it really has been uh, fun for us, you know, as a staff team. Uh, so before we read, uh, we offer ourselves, we offer this moment, uh, we offer, you know, our present, we offer our future uh, to the Lord. So Matt, you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer?
1: Yeah, let's pray. Father, we thank you for the grace we have in Christ Jesus and and the kindness that you show us um, time and time again, Father, we're reminded that your mercies are new every morning. And and so, as we get to spend some time um, in your Word, would you continue to use it to transform us? Um, would you reveal to us your mercy and grace? And Father, would you lead us um, to a, a greater worship of you, and um, and lead us to to repentance? Um, that Father, we may um, we may find more enjoyment in you. It's in Christ's name, we pray. Amen.
0: You know, we're sitting really close together because we have, have a very sensitive mic. You may hear a lot of things in the background you know, as, as we're, we're doing this. And I'm looking at uh, my text and the large print on my text. I'm sitting next to Matt. And I'm looking at the microscopic print on his text. Uh, but nevertheless, both of those are the word of the Lord. Uh, we come out of you know, the invitation to come. You know, descendants of Jacob are come people of God, come church, and and let us walk in the light of the Lord uh, to the indictment uh, that the Lord has against his people. You, Lord, have abandoned your people, Isaiah tells us, the descendants of Jacob. They're full of superstitions from the east. They practice divination like the Philistines. They embrace pagan customs. Their land is full of silver and gold, and there is no end to their treasures. Their land is full of horses, there is no end to their chariots, their land is full of idols, they bow down to the work of their hands, to what their fingers have made. So people will be brought low, and everyone humbled. Do not forgive them. Go into the rocks, hide in the ground from the fearful presence of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty. The eyes of the arrogant will be humbled, and human pride will be brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all and this is exalted, and they will be humbled. For all the cedars of Lebanon, Tel and Loft, and all the oaks of Bashan. for all the towering mountains and all the high hills, for every lofty tower and every fortified wall, for every trading ship and every stately vessel, the arrogance of man will be brought low and human pride will be humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day, and the idols will totally disappear." People will flee to caves in the rocks and to holes in the ground from the fearful presence of the Lord and the splendor of His majesty when He rises to shake the earth. And that day, people will throw away to the moles and the bats their idols of silver and their idols of gold, which they made to worship. They will flee to caverns in the rocks and the overhanging crags from the fearful presence of the Lord and the splendor of His majesty when He rises to shake the earth. Stop trusting in mere. Human beings, who have but a breath in their nostril, why hold them in high esteem? And you see the you see what has happened to Israel. The more they've prospered, the more careless they've come in their relationship to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've turned away from Him to meaningless superstitions and meaningless you know practices. And uh, this is, you know, the Lord's indictment against them. It says the idols, which you so carefully you know, molded, you know, to sort of throw them in the back of a cave in the crags. You know. mm-hmm. and, and, of course, this is the language, that, you know, Jesus uses when he, he talks about the coming judgment of Jerusalem as well. Uh, that you will call out to the hills to cover us and rub it to the rocks and to the crags, and uh, Jerusalem is expecting, you know, the Messiah to come and judge the nations, and Jesus Jesus saying the judgment is still uh, very relevant, you know, for the people of God, you know, as well.
1: This passage recently, I you will be at the conference. Uh, one of the speakers mentioned that quote from uh, Richard Sibbs that you know the presence of the Lord is terrible. And um, it's terrible for those who, and he said, goes on to say, it's terrible for those who approach God's throne apart from the Advocate, you know, apart
0: um, from Christ that's Jesus. Right? So, and that, that's what, that what was Ryan Kwan. Yeah, he hit, he hit us kind <laughs> uh, of hard. And yeah, yeah. he talked about mission of living, but he also talked about the fear, fear, you know, of the judgment of the Lord, and it is something that we we downplay a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, but it's not something that Isaiah will downplay. You're, yeah. you're going to see the severity of the judgment that our sin deserves and it's easy for us to you know feel like an entitled people we deserve the silver and the gold and the the great meals and the fine music which we're going to read about you know later in this week as we continue Mm -hmm. through this and so we're an entitled people but if we look at ourselves honestly Mm -hmm. and if we look at uh our sin and Uh, The way that we take God for granted, this is is more the picture of what what our deeds deserve.
1: And we see that reminder as well that all of humanity, we're all worshipers. It's not that some of us don't worship and some of us do worship. We all worship. And the question is, well, what are you worshiping? Because even Israel here, you, you read, oh, they're bowing down. Good. Oh, no, they're bowing down to these idols, to these things they've made and they're or even calling out to them later in Isaiah to save me, you're my God. And, and so we see just that tendency within all of us that we are going to worship something today, something tomorrow. Yeah. Is it truly, you know? the Lord our God, or is it something from the, the works of human hands? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, and you'll you'll have to you know, superimpose that over remember the first chapter. Not only are they doing, you know, the divination, you know, from the prophets and the Philistine, you know, kind of superstitions and practices, but they're also going to the temple of the Lord. So the you know, they, they do what we would call in the gospel Jesus plus. You know, we are you know, Jesus is, is, you know, it's all well and good. And we're going to make sure that we kind of, you know, tip our hat to him. But we're going to you know, rely on all these other things as well. And this is kind of God plus. We're going to honor God, but we're also going to honor superstitions. And we're also going to have all of the surrounding things. And, and God said, you know, I alone will be exalted mm-hmm. in that day. And, and of course, that's the call of the gospel. Uh, for Christ to be central and Christ alone to be supreme in our lives.
1: This is one of those days, I mean, t- speaking of just as we read the prophets and the way that they shape the, the story of Scripture, as we think about that, the day of the Lord is this motif that gets carried, I mean, well into the New Testament. And so we're going to see this, this day. Yeah, and one of the interesting things, you mention this often, Paul, is the day of the Lord is a great and terrible day. You know, and, and right here we're really just kind of seeing the terrible aspect of this day. But I mean, this is as we're reading scripture, we're going to see this, and as we read the prophets, we're going to see this day get developed, you know, over and over again.
0: Yeah, it'll be terrible for who? Terrible for everyone who feels they can stand before the Lord in their own confidence by their own works. Uh, by their own ingenuity. Mm -hmm. And you have these, you know, descriptions or your land is, you know, full of silver and gold. In other words, you've become wealthy, you've become prosperous, and then you you hear these descriptions, full of silver and gold, full of treasure, full of horses, full of chariots, and then uh, verse 8, and full of idols. Your hearts have wandered away, mm-hmm. and attached to themselves. And, and so he ends. You know, now he starts with you've put your confidence in idol. He ends this passage of you've put your confidence in each other, but you have not put your confidence uh, in God, mm-hmm. Heavenly Father. We we thank you for a, a look in the mirror. That the, the more we prosper, the more we uh, look to ourselves as if we were the source of our own goodness and if we were the source of our own blessing rather than looking to the one who has made us and created us for himself. uh, We thank you for your presence and we thank you for your call. We thank you for your warnings. And and Father, we pray that you would give us eyes to see and ears to hear and uh, that we would respond to your word in the way that you would have us respond, that we would indeed be humbled before you, the exalted one. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen.